financial freedom for me became more than just freeing myself, but about having the capacity to free the people around me and also the generations that come from me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Black Women. It's your girl Simi here and I'm so excited as always to be with you today. Um, So we're going to be talking about money, 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 which really just comes down to saving. So for me, I'm a daughter of two accountants. So being able to understand money, the value of it, what you can do with it, how you can save it, how you can invest it has always been such a big part um, of my life. And I don't think I realized until later on that not everyone had that same opportunity. Like financial literacy isn't something everybody learns or um, engages with. So I think it's just really important to like have this conversation before we kind of get into it. So one big thing that I really we really need to break down is that there's only two things that could really happen with money. You can either gain it or you can um, spend it. And of course, there's like different things within that. But I just really kind of wanted to talk about the fact that the money that you're getting in is so important to the type of lifestyle you want to live and how you spend it is equally as important. Sometimes we're all so worried about how we're going to get more money, get a part-time job, get a full-time job, get a side hustle, blah, 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 all of those things. But if you don't understand the value of money, if you don't understand how to use it, and how money can be made um, without you like working your nine to five, um, then there's just like, you're just kind of gaining a, a resource that you're just going to expense. But, but being able to understand how to spend it, how to actually put it in things that will um, benefit you and yield dividends, yield interest, like that is also really important. So I think the one big thing that I wanted to talk about first is to set a I'm broke line. <laughs> so um, for me, when I say I'm broke, I, I, it doesn't mean I don't have money in my bank account. It means that I have reached my limit to a point in which I am no longer going to spend money. And I have like three levels of that. Like if I said I'm broke, um, ha ha ha, and I kind of giggle, that just means like for the amount of money that I expected to spend that month, I've already hit it. If I'm like, I'm broke, it's like, oh, like I'm not doing that thing because I know not only will that the thing that you asked me to do or the thing that I want to do um, caused me to spend money, but I know that there are other added things. When I say I'm broke, that just means it's a no. That means no money is coming in or out of my account at all. And that doesn't mean that my account's at zero. That means that I have set lines for myself so that I can fully understand my financial position. You really need to become one um, with your bank account. You really need to understand what you have and why you have it and what you're going to spend in it. Um, and so for me, I set broke lines. When you're younger, when you don't have a lot of money going in, I say just start it off as a practice. Make sure you have an amount of money in your account that like will cause you to feel good. So for me, I think I started with like $100. Like once my account hit $100, I no longer spent money as I've increased in my financial ability, increased it to 200, 500, 1000. And now, and I think this is a level that um, a lot of people should get to. And I was kind of going to talk about it later, but it kind of lead me into the next one is like a savings account. I have money in multiple different savings accounts. Um, and 
I think it's important for every woman to have those kind of savings accounts. I always talk to my dad about this. He's like, you always say you're broke, but like sometimes I see money in accounts. I'm like, first of all, you shouldn't have access to that account. Um, But for me, it's really important as like a woman, as a black woman specifically to have multiple savings accounts. I like knowing that no matter where I go, like I'm able to help myself in situations. So when you set up a savings account, you know how everyone has like a checking set of savings account. Kevin Hart always makes that joke. Um, but there are also other types of savings accounts. If you're in Canada, we have something called a TFSA. Everyone should have one. You should have one. Let me repeat it again. You should have one. If you don't, you need to get on that. Um, but even in that, like I have two savings accounts. I have my savings account and then I have my TFSA. And then I use another bank and I have another savings account. One of the reasons I do that is because it's kind of like I'm setting up another level to my broke line. Like there's other levels to it. If I ever wanted to invest in something, if I ever wanted to um, be able to buy something of real value, like I have savings accounts, which I can um, which and I which I can kind of reach to. I also think that you should have. Um, purposes for your savings accounts don't just have savings accounts for just any reason um even if from a young age you should start having a savings account for buying a house um if you don't have a car you should have one for buying a car i have some for buying wigs because i love wigs so i my next wig is going to be real expensive so i must set up a savings account for that um it's really important to kind of like partialize your money in different accounts that you can't see every single day um it reduces the temptation of spending the money and also if you say the tfsa there's like a level you have to make a call or make a transfer so you don't have easy access to that money so you can really think about do i need to use that money um so yeah setting a broke line and having a savings account super important um you have to learn how to say no mm, this is no 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 people will spend your money for you if you don't know how to say no i have oh i have friends and i have family members who will spend my money for me if i didn't say no and it's not just a mean thing and it's not like they'll like spend money but they'll like even sometimes my friends who who will tell me that there's like a sale going on or people will be like you have that money my answer is always no if i can't if i don't have that money accessible to me if i can't use that money without thinking about it like it's a no so learning really learning how to say no not every good time is for you and like that's also why we're trying to grow like our <laughs> our wealth because we want to be able to say yes to more things but a no now can set you up for greater yeses in the future and so for me um i had to start learning how to say no when i didn't have the money and some of my friends i remember this one time um I told my friend like I didn't have the money and we went to a restaurant and I paid like and I was like I don't have money I don't have money and she's like yeah but this restaurant's so amazing and we went um and that restaurant ended up costing me like 45 to 50 dollars and I was so pissed I was so pissed at her because I had set a financial limit and she had known it. But I was even past that. I was so mad at myself because my no should have been a no and I should have stood by that no. Of course, now looking back, like $50 wasn't wasn't a lot of money. But being able to have other people respect your no is important. Definitely. Um. We talk about boundaries all the time, like personal boundaries, space boundaries, but financial boundaries are also important. People don't 
have access. We don't tell everybody the number in our bank accounts because it's important to us. It's something we keep close. So if you are a person who has a hard time saying no, you best learn it when it comes to your finances. And if you are a friend who can't hear no, you need to really learn how to respect other people's boundaries. If somebody says no to something like, no, I can't do that. If you are and you can't respect that, learn how to learn how to fit the bill then. If I say no and you really want me to come fit the bill, but don't, and I really have to say this because I've been in those situations and you kind of feel like you're, like you're stuck, especially if your friends already spent money that they didn't ask you about, say no. Because once you start setting those limits, people have to start respecting them. So really learning how to say no, um, no to restaurants, no to buying those clothes, no to going to events, no to going to concerts. It's not even... You need to really kind of think about it as in, it's just not just no, like, and you have the money. Even if you have the money, saying no is still okay. And I feel like that was something I needed to learn real quick, that um, for the goals that I had in the future for myself, I really needed to learn how to say no. So as you can tell, that's a super important point for me now. Um, invest in your taxes. I have that point because, okay, so I, as I said before, both my parents are accountants, so I've never done my taxes before. So I never really fully understood how important this is, but it is very, 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 very important to invest in your taxes. So that means get an accountant to do them, um, learn about them, really like invest your time, money, or energy into getting someone to do your taxes right I took a class um, on personal finance and of course I will continue to share information with you guys about this area because it's something I feel super like I don't know I like really like it um and the professor said if you're in one of the higher tax brackets within Canada 46 percent of your income goes to taxes 46 percent Y'all, that comes from income tax, the tax you pay on clothing, on food, on all of that stuff. That, like, once all the taxes are added up, you're spending around 46% of your paycheck, the hard-earned money you have, you know, invested your time into is going to taxes. And I don't think taxes are a bad thing. This is not me telling you to avoid paying tax. Do not hear that. What I'm saying is taxes are important. They do really help to like build our our society and help people and like really create the lifestyle that we're living. Let's not forget like roads are built by taxes, like public spaces, like all of that stuff is important. But there are ways to actually maximize your taxes. such thing as income deferral, such thing as income sharing, such thing as tax shelters. These are all legal ways in which like the upper 0.00001% save from taxes. And we sometimes don't know about them. So I'd really say invest in your taxes. Um, make sure you're doing them properly. Make sure you're understanding your tax shelters. Make sure you're really understanding um, not how to like defraud the government with taxes but really understanding like the nuances because there are a lot of tax deductions for people who are in school people who are parents um yeah there's just a lot of tax tax i was about to say tax shelters but tax um deductions definitely if you're like helping out with older generations younger generations there's a lot of tax um breaks So really be informed about that. Um, It's also important when it comes to taxes to understand your purchasing power, um, the purchasing power of after-tax effects. So I don't do this anymore because it started to really, really scare me, but it's, it's something that I really think people should think about. When you do 
when you look at your paycheck and you see how much is taken from taxes find out what percentage that is it could be like i don't know everyone's is different but let's say it's 0.35 so 35 percent of your um of your paycheck is going to taxes okay when you go and buy something if it's from a restaurant if it's clothes if it's a car any of that stuff figure out how much that would be as an after-tax effect you're like what does that mean okay so let me explain this if you're buying something for seven thousand dollars i mean if you are you could send that to me too if you're sending something for seven thousand dollars actually equate what that would be after taxes so how much of that is actually like you're actually paying for it um and it's actually coming from your paycheck And then when you start kind of doing that and kind of seeing how many hours it would take to buy something, because sometimes people do like, oh, this costs $20 um, and they get paid $20 an hour. Um, They equate that, oh, it's an hour of work. No, honey, that's like a one point. Let's say your taxes is 35, (laughs) 0.35. No, that's actually 1.35 hours of your work. And that will kind of help you figure out if the money that you're spending on things is accurate to how much money you're getting in. Um, It's kind of scary. I started doing that for a week and I had to stop because it was causing me mad anxiety. But if you're somebody who's really looking at the money you make and how you're spending it, that's really important. Um, One thing going into that is track. If you're somebody who's really looking to save, to really put your money in use, um, to good use, I would say track your spending. So there's two parts to this. First of all, you got to track your spending and then you got to budget. So for tracking your spending, don't just track your spending for a day. Track it for a week, track it for a month. And that means every single penny. That means every time you spend money, even when you go to the dollar store, which I love, I always spend $500 at the dollar store. Um, Right, I bought a piece of gum, a pack of gum, sorry, for a dollar every single day and track how much you're spending. When you can't start to do that, do it for a day. I'd say do it for a day, then do it for a week. And then every week for a month, look at kind of what you're, you're uh, spending. After you do that for a month, and don't do it on your credit card or your um, debit card. Like I'm actually talking like every time you spend money, write it down in a thing. Because if you have multiple cards, sometimes it gets hard and sometimes things don't go on the days that they are supposed to. But like actually track your days. After this... highlight what are your essential expenses so paying rent of course paying utilities of course buying gas I mean if you have both a bus like if you're normally a bus rider but you pay for gas to go some places I mean essential is based on people's definitions um but be realistic with your essentials like I'm talking like for life you kind of need it food Some parts of that are essential, some parts aren't. Um, If you're really looking at budgeting and you find yourself spending a lot of time, a lot of time at the grocery store or at restaurants, um, (laughs) and a lot of money at grocery stores and restaurants, make sure even when you get your bill, you kind of write down like what was essential, what wasn't. After this, you'll get a full picture. I'm going to tell you just right now, once you do it once, it's kind of scary. And you're like, wow, I spend a lot of money on things that I do not need to spend money on. But having that information will allow you to make a realistic budget. This is one people, one person's 
this is something that creates, sorry, I don't know why I wasn't able to say that, y'all. Um, this is a one downfall of budgeting. People are so stringent on their budget that they're not realistic and they don't allow themselves flexibilities to do things like buy a piece of gum. And when you don't allow kind of like a buffer of like five, 10, 20, $500, if that's kind of your budget, you start to do unrealistic budgets and they're not able to be sustained. So be realistic about your budget, um, but set one and make it plain, make it clear and don't allow other people or yourself to get out of it. Um, one thing that really helps is not making impulsive decisions. Um, I'm an impulsive person right now. I'm actually looking at buying myself a nice pair of boots. Um, that will be around a hundred dollars. Um, and these are boots and it's not exactly the most impulsive decision because these are boots I've really been thinking about, but it's impulsive in the sense that I saw a pair of boots I like, and I want to buy them immediately. I now need to go back and this is like a realistic way that I do. It. I now need to go back and see what a can is it going to come from? What am I um, jeopardizing for not buying them? What am I going to not do? so that I can buy these boots and being able to kind of be like honest and stringent with myself. So yeah, those are kind of the things I wanted to talk to you about when it came, comes to money, when it comes to saving. Um, I really want this to be a time of financial literacy for people. Um, I've realized that it's not, not everyone's parents teach them about all of this stuff. So I promise as I gain more tips, I will share them with you. Um, but yeah, I won't really want us to walk into financial literacy because our financial literacy doesn't just affect us. It affects generations after us. Um, if you are a mom or you're somebody who has um, children around you, you can kind of teach them about money. I think it's important to teach people at a young age about money. So making sure that they have their own um, accounts if you really want to set up like a bank account for them or um, just like even you can do it with like allowances, making sure that they understand that this is the money you have for this specific time. How are you going to spend it and the repercussions of spending it in certain ways? I think that will kind of help um, our generation and the next generation to be more literate when it comes to money. And so, yeah, um, I really hope that this <laughs> makes you really think about, you know, your little pennies. I always say pennies, even though I just I don't know. Um, I talk about so it can help you save your pennies, your dollars, um, and we can kind of walk in a new sense of financial freedom. So I just want y'all to know that I'm thinking about you, loving on you, praying for you. Please follow us on Instagram. It's at to the number two black woman underscore. Um, share this with your friends. Keep it close to your heart and kind of let us know what are some of the ways that you save money? Um, what are some of the tips that you use? Um, and so let's share. Love y'all. Bye. Mwah.